Do you want to maximize your success with NCUA? Join Mark Trichel as he shares with you the insider's view on passing your exam with Flying Colors. The With Flying Colors podcast is sponsored by Credit Union Exam Solutions by Mark Trichel. If you would like to work directly with the Credit Union Exam Solutions team and receive support to optimize your results with NCUA so you save time and money, visit us at marktrichel.com to find out more. Hey everyone, this is Mark Treichel with another episode of With Flying Colors. The NCUA board just had their July board meeting, July 20th at 10 a.m. between 10 and 11. It was a short meeting, only two items. I already chatted with you about the mid-year budget and how that impacts you. That's the episode that was released just before this one. And if you're interested in that, you can check it out. This podcast is about final rule of Federal Credit Union Bylaws, Part 701, Appendix A. And it deals entirely or nearly entirely with member expulsion, which is a change that is required by law. Your credit union lobbyists did a good job getting this written into law, which then resulted in NCUA having to improve the rules relative to how members can be expelled from the credit union. And the dialogue on this directly from NCUA is very good. And I am pulling this from YouTube. It's very cool how uh, the world of the internet works these days. NCUA has their board meeting at 10. You can listen to it live. If you don't have time for it, it's there shortly thereafter. And so this comes from YouTube at the NCUA channel and the board meeting today as it relates to member expulsion. And I will have some thoughts along the way. But here we go with board chairman Harper and staff member Rachel Ackman and the other board members. And again, I will interrupt when I want to highlight something. Final item on our agenda today is final rule arts 101, Appendix A, Federal Credit Union Bylaws Member Expulsion. Rachel Ackman, senior staff attorney with the Office of General Counsel, will present. Good morning, Rachel. It's always good to see you here at the table. You may start whenever you are ready. Thank you. Good morning, Chairman Harper, Vice Chairman Hotman, and Board Member Hood. Today, I'm here to present for the Board's approval final rule on the Federal Credit Union Rule Laws. Final rule implements the Credit Union Governance Modernization Act, which Congress enacted last year. Under this statute, the NCUA has 18 months to develop a policy by which a Federal Credit Union can expel a member for a cause, and a final rule must be in place by September 15, 2023. Price background. Before the Modernization Act was enacted, there were only two ways to expel a member. First, two-thirds vote of the membership action at a social meeting. And second, for non-participation. In 2019, when the Federal Credit Union bylaws were last amended, commenters requested that the NCIA expand the options to expel members. Generally, commenters were concerned about known and disruptive members and their ability to protect credit union employees and other members. In the 2019 rulemaking, the board explained that the agency could not change expulsion procedures as they were statutory. Instead, the rulemaking ratified a bylaw provision related to members in good standing. This provision essentially permitted credit unions to limit member services for certain disruptive behaviors. The rulemaking was clear that certain member actions or immediate limitation of services and access to credit union facilities that expelling a member was governed by statute. However, in March of last year, Congress enacted the Modernization Act, which amended the Federal Credit Union Act to allow a Federal Credit Union Board 
to expel a member for cause by a two-edged out of a form of its directors. At its September 22nd meeting, the NCUA board issued a proposed rule to amend the agency's standard federal credit union bylaws to adapt the policy by which a federal credit union member may be expelled by a federal credit union board of directors. We received 26 comment letters and have made several changes to the final rule in response to those comments. I will discuss the material changes in my remarks. Under the final rule, federal credit unions have the option to adopt the NCOA expulsion policy included in this final rule. If a federal credit union amends its bylaws to adopt the policy, the credit union must provide all members a copy of an expulsion policy. In response to Commerce's request, the final rule includes an optional standard disclosure notice that can be sent to members. If the credit union strips bill a member under its expulsion policy, federal credit union must provide a notice of the pending expulsion. This notice must include the reasons for the expulsion. Under the final rule, the reasons for the expulsion must be specific and not include only conclusory statements. This is important so the member has a reasonable opportunity to present their case at the hearing, as discussed below. The notice must also must declare the member has a right to request a hearing and where to go to make complaints to the NCUA. In response to commenters, the federal rule also includes additional information about what must be included in the notice. All members potentially subject to expulsion may request a hearing. Members have 60 days to request a hearing or are automatically expelled. The Act does not provide any information on the hearing. A final rule permits federal credit use to hold in-person or video conference hearings. In response to commenters, in certain cases, the final rule would also permit telephonic hearings. After the hearing, the Federal Credit Union Board has 30 days to vote on whether to expel the member. If either 60 days pass and the member doesn't request a hearing, or the board votes to expel the member after the hearing, then the Federal Credit Union must provide a second notice to the expelled member. Final rule requires this notice to put information on the status of the member's account, any deductions from their account, who should include a response to the member's statements made in the hearing. The expelled member will also have an opportunity to request reinstatement. Final rule also includes what actions would merit expulsion. Actions include substantial or repeated violation of the membership agreement, substantial or repeated disruption, including dangerous or abusive behavior, or fraud in certain parts of illegal If few changes are made here in response to comments. For example, a final rule includes a catch-all for abusive behavior that is related to accrediting activities do not occur on credit union. Additionally, the rule also makes clear that using inappropriate language, such as racist or sexist language, falls under abusive behavior. That concludes my prepared remarks, and I'm happy to answer any questions. All right, so that is staff's take on the rule, a very eloquent, very good summary, and which is why I thought I would just let the staff member speak for themselves via the YouTube feed. While it took a change in the law, to allow NCUA to do this. Again, the trade did a great job lobbying Congress so that safety could be improved for credit union staff member and that explosions could happen in a more reasonable manner. Now, next up, we're going to hear from Chairman Harper and we're going to have some questions that he asks. And he mentions the word due process and he mentions the appropriateness of being measured in expelling members because you have an ownership right. And so there's a focus on due process. And then he asks a couple of questions about 
how someone could be expelled. And then another example of how, where someone, the facts would not allow expulsion and the staff member handles that real well. And then two other words really stood out to me here. Uh, and I'll comment them on the back end, but the staff member uses the word can be reviewed as part of an examination. And board member Harper uses the word will be reviewed as part of an examination. And I'll have, I'll have some thoughts on what it might mean for credit unions. All right, here is Ward Sarban Harper, again, from the YouTube live feed, which is available at the NCUA channel for the public. Thank you, Rachel, for your presentation. And as always, for your good work on finalizing the statutorily mandated role on federal credit union member expulsion procedures. While that board in favor of today's final rule, I need to believe the credit unions abuse these new powers sparingly. In other words, credit union member expulsion should be the exception and not become the rule. Credit Union Governance Modernization Act requires the NCUA board to develop a policy by which a federal credit union may sterilize members for claims. It is, however, important credit union boards balance this expulsion power with members' rights. I speak as credit unions must remain true to their mission, being access to safe care at affordable financial services, especially for those of modest means. Final rule we are considering today is to balance between addressing the legitimate concerns over providing services to violent and disorderly members, providing due process rights to credit union member owners. And these rights include proper disclosures, hearings, and appeals processes. Final rule retains opponents' rules provisions and limitations of services. Keeping these measures in place provides flexibility to a federal credit union's board of directors to address member behavior. Additionally, final rule clarifies what constitutes, quote, a member not in outstanding. To match the disorderly behaviors listed, credit union Friends Modernization Act. Additionally, final rule states that a federal credit union may expel a member only if the credit union has provided in written or electronic form, copy of the expulsion policy to each member. The status could be provided as part of the credit union's membership agreement or the account terms and conditions. Regardless of that delivery method, spite of that member owners now grounds for their expulsion and their due process rights. Brings me to my first question, Rachel. Can the behavior of a member outside of or unrelated to the credit union being a factor in the member's expulsion. For example, if member hacks into a credit union's website causes no material damage, can member be subject to expulsion? Thank you for that question. No, the behavior must be related to the credit union's activities. So here in this example, the unauthorized access it is related to the credit union. So it's likely that would either violate the credit union's membership agreement, or it could also be unauthorized access to the credit union property or threatened harm. So here the member could be expelled. Okay, so that was a little confusing because the way the question was proposed and then asked were slightly different. So she had to say no and then answer that, yes, if, if a member hacked her system, you could use that for a reason to expel. Now they're going to give a good example of what would not create an opportunity for expulsion. Thank you for clarifying that point. Now, what if the member commits a crime outside of and not directed towards credit union or anyone in the credit union, like stealing a car? Wouldn't that member be subject to expulsion under this final rule? 
But no, in that case, the behavior, it's not related to the credit union activity and the member would not be able to be expelled. Uh, thank you for explaining that this rule doesn't include many crimes or disorderly behavior unrelated to a credit union's activities. All right. So unrelated to a credit union's activities, if you steal a car, that doesn't mean that you can kick them out. And that's what Todd clarified that because that stealing of the car was unrelated to the activities of the credit union. All right. Back to Chairman Harper and staff. Final rule also provides credit union members being considered for expulsion the ability to request a hearing. Hearings could be conducted in person, assuming there are no safety concerns or virtually. Hearings, however, must address only the behavior explicitly outlined in the notice provided to the member. Let me emphasize the importance of fairness and due process to credit union members. Hearings should be held in a fair, reasonable, consistent manner. So a credit union must vote on an expulsion within 30 days after the hearing or 60 calendar days after receipt of the notice, there is no hearing. That brings me to my next question about a member's rights after an expulsion vote. Rachel, what rights does a member have to appeal or challenge an expulsion vote and request reinstatement? Right. There's no appeal rights included in the statute to the NCUA. A member could file a complaint with the NCUA and it has to be included with the notice. They can file a consumer assistance set. A member could also make a reinstate request. I always say that every member is entitled to one reinstatement request of credit union, and that can serve as a form of appeal. And finally, there might be private rights of action available to the member, and that might also be a form for an appeal. Uh, so the unexpelled member can file a complaint to NCUA, but they cannot appeal it to NCUA, meaning if you expel somebody, NCUA cannot overturn that. Now they're going to get into a little bit of discussion about how it might be possibly can or will be reviewed as part of an examination, which to me, other than the fact that this is a good rule, that was one of the things that caught my attention here. A response and for noting that members can file complaints with the NCUA's Consumer Assistance Center if the dispute cannot be resolved directly with the credit union or through independent legal action if the federal credit union does not provide fair and reasonable hearing procedures. Finally, going forward, how will the NCUA track the number of expulsions to determine if there's a disparate impact on members and communities? Can you also explain the record-keeping requirements credit unions will have in place in expulsion cases? Credit unions under the final rule are required to maintain records for six years. So those records should include general information related to the member, loan files, and then specific information related to the expulsion. And examiners can review these records during a regular schedule exam. Great. Um, thank you. So they can review these during the regularly scheduled exam. Emphasis on the word can. Now here's Chairman Harper again. If I meet those points, powers granted in the Credit Union Governance Modernization Act does not be used as a tool to facilitate financial exclusion. In implementing its member expulsion policies, a credit union must remain on what potential or discrimination, including disparate impacts on arbitrary, arbitrary treatment of members. While the NCUA will review these policies and result in expulsions during examinations, each federal credit union should also periodically review its expulsions to ensure there is not a disparate impact created by the credit union's policy itself. In other words, we want to make sure that just one demographic group is being expelled while others are not. And we want to ensure that fairness truly is happening through this process. 
Lastly, the final rule on the Credit Union Governance Modernization Act are not pathways to remove potential problems. Both statute and this final rule clearly state that credit union members cannot be expelled due to or in retaliation for their complaints filed with the NCUA or any other regulatory agency like Consumer Finance Bureau or the Federal Trade Commission and law enforcement agencies. And employees, former employees, or credit union members cannot be expelled for any protected whistleblower activities. I now recognize Vice Chairman Hall. Okay, so the other board members have some comments, but they generally support the rule. And I, I want to highlight that staff said that NCUA can look at it during the exam. Chairman Harper said NCUA will look at it during the exam. So when I was at NCUA, this type of statement could creates a kerfuffle, if you will, because staff hearing it responsible for the exam program would hear the word will. It says we will do that, but that's not in our policies any, anywhere. They would immediately call either the NI director or the executive director, the people that would be putting that policy into place, if it was already going to be a policy or was in place, to say, hey, did, do we need to start doing this right now? And it, And, or it could be just a word that the chairman might say, a board member might say, but I believe it was deliberately stated here by Chairman Harper because he believes in the democratic process. He believes that if you're an owner, you should very rarely be expelled. And he wants to impress upon that, this, that NCUA will do this. Now, is this already in policy? Does it mean that as of this final rule today, that this will be done? Or is this something that's going to have to be financed and discussed at the regional director and office of examination of ENI and the executive director. My guess is that Todd's making a point here. Chairman Harper's making a point here, but it's probably not in policy yet. And it's somewhere between that can and will. So clarification on that would be good, but I received many phone calls after board actions and board statements where staff would say they just said X, but I haven't seen the policy yet. Where is it? When do I have to do it? Uh, but it's pretty clear Todd believes that it will be done. And I think ultimately that's probably where this will land, whether it's in policy today or it takes a, a week or two or a few months for it to get in place. Let me know. Let me know what's happening when you have your exams. Are they asking to look at expulsions? Is that something that gets added to their checklist? But that's, you know, that's how new procedures get can get layered on that make it harder and harder for the NCUA staff to to do their job. Because as I've said at other times, if everything's a priority, nothing's a priority. And that's just, you know, you add a step here and you add a step here and you add a step here and it adds to more time, but they don't give them more time necessarily. And they already spend, I think, maybe a third of the time in like-sized credit unions as opposed to a like-sized bank. So that puts a little bit more pressure on your examiner, but it's going by the chairman's words, NCUA will look at expulsions as part of the exam. All right, and I mentioned this at the la at the tail end of the budget podcast I did, and at the back end of the board meeting, Chairman Harper said that they will be bringing the loan participation rule and the second chance rule. That's a requirement of Congress to the September board meeting. There is no August board meeting. When it became Rodney Hood's board member, Rodney Hood's opportunity to speak, he basically said goodbye and thank his staff because his term is up in August. But as many of you know, he could stay on for quite some time or President Biden could get rid of him 
tomorrow. But it seems that the dialogue there was Harper was referring to Hood in September. So it sounds like Hood might be around a little while. I have reason to believe that it's possible he'll be around for the budget, which then the budget would come up November, December. The budget for 2024, the, the other podcast I did was for the mid-year budget, where, by the way, if you didn't hear that one, short version is they added two staff members to assist on field of membership, and they added four internal staff to help with cybersecurity, which will, which will increase the budget a little bit next year, but only nominally. And those were good decisions. You can listen to the whole enchilada, if you will, the podcast that I did that was published just before this one. But it's likely that Hood will be around for at least a little while and that the Democrats won't have their second vote until Hood is replaced, perhaps sometime in 2024. Clearly, I would imagine it'll happen before the presidential election in November of 2024, because they may lose the opportunity to put a, a Democrat in at all, depending on how that election might go. All right, that's a wrap. It is now 4.37 p.m., July 20th. And this is my take on and the NCUA board's and the NCUA staff's words relative to member expulsion. I think this is a good rule. Use it judiciously because according to Chairman Harper, NCUA will look at this as part of your exam. All right, that's it. Mark Treichel signing off with Flying Colors. I appreciate your listening as always. Thanks again. Thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at marktreichel.com.